what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. These lepers, they found gold, they found silver, they found raiment, and they hid it. And my friend, don't think you've come to church today and you've wasted your time. I pray to God that something might be said today that you can hide in your heart and it'll come forth in due time and help you in your time of need. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. your Bibles this morning, turn with me please to the seventh chapter of the book of 2 Kings. 2 Kings chapter 7. We're going to pick it up in verse 3 today. 2 Kings chapter 7 verse 3. And there were four leprous men at the entering in of the gate. And they said one to another, Why sit we here until we die? If we say we will enter into the city, the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we will die also. Now therefore let us fall into the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. I want to use for a subject this morning... Why sit we here until we die? At the time of our text today, the city of Samaria is under a siege of the Syrians. When the Syrians attacked, the first thing they did was to lock the gate of the city, which was a good idea to keep them out. The problem is it stopped all transportation from going in or out of the city. And that created a famine. And this siege went on for quite some time until the famine got so great that a donkey's head sold for $640 and a pint of dove's poop sold for $40. That's pretty bad. I'm going to let Brother John have my portion. It's pretty bad when that's all you got to eat, folks. But it had gotten so bad, the Bible says that they were even eating their own children. The Bible goes on to tell us that the king tore his clothes and wore sackcloth in the eyes of the people. And that was a sign of repentance and humility, but Jehoram had not truly repented because he blamed Elisha for all that was taking place, and he wanted to kill him. And the Bible tells us that he went to the house of Elisha, 1 Kings 7, verse 1, and he was ready to kill Elisha when Elisha said, Thus saith the Lord, Tomorrow about this time the famine will be over. Words to that effect. This word from the Lord saved his life. 
And let me tell you, today, the Word of God can save your life as well. And I'm not talking about a physical thing, although God has healed many. There are many verses of healing in His Word, and people have received healing, physical healing, through His Word. But there is a healing that's way more important today than just a physical And that is your spiritual healing, ladies and gentlemen. And this right here is the only book in the world. Hear me today. This right here, God's Word, is the only book in the world that God has given to heal the soul of mankind. And the Word of God brings hope. But the only ones who will reap the benefits of the hope that's given in God's Word are those who believe. The Bible says that when Elisha spoke these words, tomorrow about this time the famine will be over. One of the lords of the king made this statement, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? He made this statement in sarcasm and unbelief. And when he uttered those words, Elisha said, Behold, you'll see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat thereof. Elisha pronounced judgment upon this man because of his unbelief. Unbelief in what God has said in his word always brings judgment. And our nation today is under judgment from God because we have left what this country was founded on, the Word of God. Elisha pronounced judgment on this man. I'll get to that a little bit later. But how did God end this famine? The Bible tells us there in verse 3, 2 Kings 7 verse 3, that there were four leprous men at the entering in of the gate of the city. Leprosy was a gruesome, loathsome, flesh-eating disease. Had you seen someone in the last stages of leprosy, you would have seen someone, perhaps their lips were eaten away. Their nose was missing. Their fingers and toes and other body parts were missing. This this disease, it, it was awful. And the Jews looked at the leper as a hopeless situation. They looked down on the leper. What good are they to society? What good can a leper do me? They're in such a dire situation themselves, and they're dying. But folks, let me tell you something today. God takes great pleasure in using that which man looks down on and rejects. God takes great pleasure in using that to bring about His purposes And his glory. He used these four lepers to bring about one of the greatest miracles found in the Word of God. The Bible says, if you look there in verse 4, they evaluated their situation. They said, 2 Kings 7, verse 4, if we enter into the city, The famine will kill us. 
If we sit here, we die. If we go to the host of the Syrians, they may save us alive, but chances are they're going to kill us there as well. So either way, we die. Folks, I got news for you. We're all in the same boat. You see, God used this loathsome disease of leprosy in the Old Testament as a type of what sin does to the soul of mankind. And every single one of us have the leprosy of sin within us, and it is killing us slowly every day. Our condition is terminal. Sooner or later, I know we don't like to think about it, we don't like to deal with it, we'd rather entertain ourselves and think about other things and do other things, but we we don't like to think about it, but sooner or later, you're going to draw your last, and that's going to be it. Let me tell you this, the sooner we come to grips with death and choose God's way of salvation which is faith in Christ and what he did at Calvary's cross. The sooner we come to grips with that and start making efforts in that direction, the sooner, the better your quality of life is going to be. So these lepers, they made their way toward the camp of the Syrians. Now it took a lot of faith to move in that direction. But faith is what moves God to work on our behalf. I don't know how God did it. Somebody said that God miraculously magnified the steps of those lepers. If you look in verse 6, 2 Kings 7 verse 6, The Lord made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and horses like the noise of a great host. Every time those lepers took a step, God magnified it. It was so awesome. It was so loud. It was so dramatic in its presentation. The Bible says that they said one to another, the king of Israel has hired the Hittites and the Egyptians to come against us. And in verse 7, the Bible says they rose up and fled in the twilight and left their tents, their horses, their donkeys, the camp, left everything. And they fled for their lives. And by the time those lepers got to the camp of the Syrians, they want nobody there. (laughs) glory if you'll begin to move in the direction of the cross place your faith in what Jesus did there and begin to move in that direction repent of the direction that you're going and start moving in that direction of the cross my friend God's going to magnify your steps 
and the bondages that now have you, that hold you captive, the things that, that linger, the things that are killing, stealing, and destroying, God will make those things flee from you. He can do it. He did it then, my friend, He's still doing it today for those who will begin to make efforts in that direction. Look in verse 8, 2 Kings 7, verse 8. They went into one tent and did eat and drink. Sound like a bunch of free will Baptist folks to me. <laughs> Glory to God. And while they're in there eating and drinking... They found silver and gold and raiment. The Bible says they went and hid it, came again and went into another tent and found some more, and they went and hid that too. God always rewards faith. And whatever God gives you in His Word... You need to hide it in your heart. Are you hearing me? Hide it in your heart because there's coming a time in your life, my friend, when you're going to need it. Amen. Glory to God. Yes, I don't know if you feel that or not, but I feel it this morning. Whatever God gives you in His Word, you need to hide it in your heart because sooner or later you're going to need it. The Lord told the disciples, don't worry about what you are to say. Whatever I have spoken to you, the Holy Spirit will bring it back to your memory to use it in the time that you need it. There's a many a one that have been on their deathbed, and they were able to reach back. All those years they went to church. Dan and I was talking about it the other day. We went to visit someone, and they were in and out of consciousness and whatever the case. We didn't know if they were able to hear us or not. And Dan and I, we began to sing Amazing Grace. And as we began to sing the song, we could see their lips moving. They were singing the song. They knew it because they had been in church all their life. And faith began to come into that heart. And tears began to stream down their cheeks. I know many of you remember Brother Noah Capps. He suffered from Alzheimer's. I'd go to visit him. He'd be talking crazy stuff and couldn't make no sense with him and I'd say, Brother Noah, did you know Brother Elton was in the hospital? No, he ain't. Yes, sir. Brother, Brother Elton Price, he's in the hospital. Let's, let's pray for him. You want to pray for Brother Elton? Yeah, let's pray. And he'd say the most beautiful prayer. And as soon as he'd say amen, the conversation would drift back off into some crazy stuff. Well, why, Brother James, why are you telling me all of that? I'm telling you. These individuals, which I've just mentioned to you, were in church all their lives. 
And they buried the treasures of God's Word in their hearts. And at a time when they really needed it, when their mind, their physical brain was not working as it should, their spirit came forth out of that physical body that was not functioning. Are you hearing me today? That Word was coming forth at a time when they needed it. These lepers, they found gold, they found silver, they found raiment, and they hid it because there was a time in the future that they were going to need it. And my friend, don't think you've come to church today and you've wasted your time. I pray to God that something might be said today that you can hide in your heart and it'll come forth in due time and help you in your time of need. Glory to God. The Lord gave me that just now. That ain't in none of my notes. (laughs) Glory to God. Somebody needed that. Glory to God. Look at verse 9. 2 Kings 7 verse 9. They said to one another, This day is a day of good tidings. We do not well to hold our peace. If we tarry till the morning light, some mischief may come upon us. We need to go and tell the king's household. Church, you and I are the lepers. What we have found by faith in Christ and what he did for us at Calvary has supplied our every need. We need to hide it in our hearts, but we also need to take it out to others out there that are in need. There comes a time to hide words, God's Word, but there's a time when we need to tell others about it as well. You and I are the lepers. The city of Samaria is a type of the lost world out here that's locked in bondage. They're trapped. There's a famine in their hearts. They're starving for something. And mister, you can try to find it in the bottom of a liquor bottle, but you won't find it. You can try to find it by sticking needles in your arms, and you won't find it. You can keep popping pills. You can keep smoking joints. You can keep snorting your crack or whatever it is that you do with it. But there will still be a starving pull in your soul for something. Because let me tell you, the things of this world cannot satisfy the void that's in the heart of man. Only God can satisfy that need Samaria was a type of the lost world out here trapped locked up in the bondages of sin hurting starving the Syrians typify Satan and the kingdom of darkness that's encamped all around just waiting to kill steal and destroy we The lepers, the church, has found the answer to what they need. You say, well, Brother James, they ain't going to listen to an old leper like me. You're right. In the eyes of Israel that day, they looked down on the leper. They were not thought very favorably of because their situation was hopeless. They were dying. But hear this today. 
the lepers were the only ones that knew where to find the food. They were the only ones that knew where the gold and silver was at. And they were the only ones that had the answer that could save the city of Samaria. You and I, the church, are the lepers that God has chosen to use today in the famine that we find ourselves in. Now, the Bible doesn't say, but perhaps these lepers, when they went to bring word to the king, perhaps they had some evidence of what they had found. Now, the Bible doesn't say this, but maybe one of those lepers was wearing one of the garments he found. Maybe one of the other lepers brought a bar of gold. The other one maybe brought some silver. Maybe the other leper brought a chicken leg. That would have been me. Chicken leg. Just bring the whole chicken. I like the way you're thinking, brother. Just bring the whole chicken. Bring the whole chicken and sit right there at the gate of the city and eat it in front of everybody. Believe my testimony or not, I'm eating the chicken. Glory. Yes. I don't know. But I said all that to say this. Your testimony will be more effective when people see evidence of your testimony. Oh, glory to God. I said, people out here will believe your testimony if there's evidence of your testimony. Question is, is there evidence to back up your testimony? Are you living a life that lines up with your testimony? Mm. Jehoram found it hard to believe. If you look there in verse 12, he said, I know, they, they know we're in here starving. They've probably gone out to hide in the field hoping we'll come out and then they'll catch us and get in the city. That's, that's, that's their plan. Folks, you can't help what other people think and do. Don't let what other people think and do stop you from sharing your testimony. I got the evidence. I'm going to sit here and eat my chicken in front of you whether you believe my testimony or not. I'm going to get my belly full. I'm going to get mine. I'm going to get mine, and you ought to want to get yours too. And you can't get it in a nightclub, sir. You can't get it out here in relationships in the world. Only a relationship with Jesus Christ can you get the heavenly things I'm talking about today. Glory to God. All we can do is tell them and pray that they'll listen. Some will, some won't. Jehoram found it hard to believe, but he sent out some men to check it out. And sure enough, the men found exactly as the lepers had said. In verse 16, the Bible says the people went out and they spoiled the tents of the Syrians. And the famine was over according to the word which Elisha had spoken. But that unbelieving servant who the day before said, 
Only if the Lord opens up windows in heaven might this thing be. The Bible says that Jehoram appointed him to have charge of the gate. In verse 17, the Bible says the people trod upon him in the gate, and he died, as the man of God said. You know, remember what Elisha said, Behold, you'll see it with your eyes, but you will not eat thereof. Sadly, there are many who will find themselves just like this servant They'll stand before God one day and they will see all the beauty that he has prepared for those that love him. But they'll be standing there on the day of judgment. They did not accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. And the angels will come and usher them away and cast them into a lake of fire. They'll see it with their eyes, the glory and the beauty that God has prepared, but they will not be able to partake of it. Because they would not believe what God said in His Word about His Son, Jesus Christ, and how He came into this world to die for our sins and made efforts in that direction, folks. They're going to miss it. Folks, you and I are the lepers. We have ventured out, and we have found the answer. Why sit we here till we die? We need to hide the Word of God in our hearts, and we need to take it out to this lost and dying world. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252 299 Four two three four. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252-299-4234. This program is an outreach ministry of friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you to contact us or to contribute to this ministry go to establishedinthefaith.com click on the donate tab it's easy and all donations are safe and secure through paypal you can also mail us at established in the faith p.o box 601 bailey north carolina 27807 we look forward to hearing from you And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And every Sunday morning we have Sunday school starting at 9 o'clock and worship service at 10, as well as Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are broadcast to the parking lot for those of you who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.